Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? Every day on the podcast is literally a holiday. I look forward to these conversations. We have someone super special. Coach, don't be mad. I'm more of an offensive guy, which I think you know. So we had Phil on. It was only nice to bring in our new D coordinator, Mike Tressel. I couldn't be happy. Like I'm thrilled with everything that's happening. And we're just lucky to spend some time chopping it up and talking, talking about a de- you know, the defense, which I really don't know much about. Let me tell you something. First of all, I'm <laughs> excited to be here and I appreciate you as an offensive guy having us here, but um, fullbacks are basically honorary defensive players, right? I mean, <laughs> You go and you hit people just like we do. You don't get much of the – you're honorary defensive guys. So we, we should be good right here. Should go smooth. <laughs> I think it's going to go uh, amazingly. Before we get started, want to remind you guys that we are presented by betonline.ag, where they continue to be your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at betonline.ag. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, over at betonline.ag. Bet online, where the game starts. Coach, you've spent time in the Big Ten. How special is it for you to come back and be at the University of Wisconsin? Yeah, it's special to be back in the Big Ten, but particularly here at Wisconsin. I mean, it, you, I've been able to, and I'm going to try to do the math, but say 16 years in coaching the Big Ten, look at Wisconsin and realize that that's the type of place you want to be because uh, football is so important. I mean, the state is absolutely all in. I've not talked to a single person, football player, or otherwise it's a Badger that is not absolutely in love with this place. Um, it's a great place. Madison's a great place, and we can win. I truly believe we can win. And I think with what is so exciting and and you've been around this is you guys did it already is, is win and you went to the playoffs. What was that like? What's that experience and what's that build up for, you know, coming in with coach fickle coming to Madison, but you were, did this in Cincinnati. So like, what's that build up and that growth? And then how do we get to be an elite team in the playoffs? Yeah. So I've actually been fortunate enough to be in the playoffs a couple of times. I was uh, at Michigan State in the Big Ten, 
So I've experienced in, in the Big Ten not being the uh, the Ohio State, you know, and, and how do you do that? But then also what we're talking about is with Coach Fick. And uh, what happens is he, he brings a belief in awful fast. And what his program does with uh, with our strength, with Brady Collins, with with the coaches, is we make some of the things that are really, really hard but necessary to be great. And, and make them fun. And the players thrive in them. The players enjoy them. The energy's high. And I think probably you've seen some clips in, in media of the fun our guys are having, but also that the work that they're putting in. And and uh, Fig does a great job of putting guys in adverse situations so that you can learn how to handle that and getting guys that thrive in those situations and not dread them and know that if we do get in one of those types of battles, we'll, we'll win that battle. We want to be in that situation. So um, that's what we're testing our guys with right now. What's your favorite one of those? Like, what, what's your favorite? Like, I, I would I look at from the outside, it looks like it's almost like gamified. Like, I think a lot of people talk about that, at least in the corporate world these days, they seem to talk about gamifying things. It seems like you've gamified a lot of these workouts. What's your favorite one that, what's your favorite way you've made one of these fun? Oh, uh, you know what? We were just sitting here talking about squat fist, for example, and that's a strength room deal. But you know, our uh, our morning workouts, our mat drills that we do right now. The thing that we do is it is constantly creating competition, right? It is constantly creating competition. So you know, part of the Badger brand on defense is challenge everything. One of the base beliefs of the team as a whole is the competitive spirit. So our guys don't dread being in competition mode in front of their teammates in front of their peers um we make that normal and um guys end up thriving and and loving being in those situations i I love that because some of the stuff we've seen looks like what coach alvarez and and this is a long time ago john detman were doing saying we got to win the fourth quarter but we got to compete and it was always like dips against somebody or holding a front core um, so it's it's nice to see that these some of these things have stuck with you know kind of the the time um, you know over so long we still have dudes who are holding you know doing back squats and holding plates it looks amazing from afar I never I don't want to be part of this anymore but um, coach you so you, you know you, you come to Madison right like you, first off what's that whole time like like did you know Coach Frankel was thinking about it did you know like it was a possibility. What was that experience like? It's always really difficult, especially when you roll into, you know, you're getting towards bowl season. When Fick did take the job, now there's like, will I be coaching the Wisconsin bowl game? Will I still be helping coach the Cincinnati bowl game? It turns out that I wasn't able to coach either, which is our whole staff. We're sitting watching our guys on TV, not being able to be there in the battle with them. That's really, really difficult. Um, up until the point, though, that Fick took the job, what we do is, as coaches is we focus on our guys. You don't think about the what ifs if he takes this job or what if he takes – it's not fair to your guys. So we're focusing on helping our, our kids out every minute and locked in on them. Now, that being said, when you start hearing the rumors that Wisconsin might be a possibility, there's no doubt in the back of your mind like, God dang, I hope he takes that one. Because <laughs> he, he obviously had a lot of options, right? He's had a lot of options. So I think it's, it says a lot about the program that Wisconsin is what he chose. And there's no doubt um, in my mind when I started hearing rumors, that's that's that, this is the one I wanted. Can I, can I ask you like a more – you don't have to answer, but like a more personal – like your 
when, when CEOs and, and, you know, coaches change, it's not always a guarantee they take anyone with them. Was there a conversation? You only answer if you feel comfortable. But there was a conversation before with like, hey, listen, I'm only looking at some of these elite jobs and I will take you no matter what. Is that even a conversation? So when I came to Cincinnati, I was hopeful that if there was a chance that he left, that I would be with him. I'm, I'm a type of guy. I do not try to bounce around in jobs. I was, uh, I was at my previous stop before Cincinnati, 14 years. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to break that record in Wisconsin. I think Coach Fix is the type of guy that doesn't want to bounce around either. I'm from a coaching family. My grandfather, my uncle, my dad, they taught me, if you're in a good situation, make it a great situation. If you're in a great situation, make it the best situation. Don't try to parlay it into the next best thing. doesn't mm-hmm. work that way very often. So, um, I mean... We don't really have those types of conversations. It drives my wife nuts. She's like, how could you not talk about that? And the answer is what I told you. It's because I'm going to focus on my guys until until the, until the bitter end. I'm going to focus on my guys. So that's what I did. But obviously, uh, when I did choose to be with Coach Fick originally, the, the hope was we'd be together for a long time. And Coach Fick seems to have these guys who are all in, like yourself, with, with him. And we talked to Coach Collins, and you can feel it right off the bat. What is it about Coach Fickle that gives him this? I would describe it as like a magnetism, but I don't know. Was everyone who talks about him, who knows him, seems to glow about him? What is it about him? And what is your relationship like with him, both on and off the field? Yeah. So I guess that's what what true leaders have is they have the ability to um, make you want to follow, right? Of course, that's the case. That's what a leader is, but he has the ability to. A, tell you the truth, but in a way that, okay, if it's something that needs to be fixed or stepped up, you want to do it for him and for the program. Um, he has the ability, you you know he's going to be successful. Everybody wants to be a part of something successful. There's no doubt about that. He does a great job of giving people in a role like mine as a coordinator, or you mentioned Brady, a role like that as a head strength coach, um, giving you power in your area so you know he has your back. It's important that your leader, you feel like he has your back. So you have the freedom to to do your job at the best level you can. So all of those are things. And, and you just know, and, and with his wife, Amy, too, you know, you feel like it's family. You ultimately feel like it's family. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Believe in Badgers is excited to be brought to you by Infinigods. Infinigods is a gaming studio with a suite of free, fun-to-play games centered around ancient mythologies and civilizations. Visit Infinigods.com to play their first game, Infinimerge, and learn about their upcoming tower defense game. Play for fun or play to compete and take your shot at winning digital collectibles. That's Infinigods at Infinigods.com, unleashing the power of blockchain games. Um, so one of the other guys speaking of you know, coaches in those relationships is Coach, Hitch, uh, Coach Hitchler. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right. 
he's your co-defensive coordinator. So what's your relationship like with him? And how do you guys split up your responsibilities? Uh, good. I mean, it's, it's great with Coach Hitch. Coach Hitch, Fick be the first one to tell you this. He's, a, he's an idea guy. He's going to argue the other side of the fence absolutely regardless, right? I can flip a coin to pick which argument I'm going to take, and he'll <laughs> argue the opposite. And, and that's a good thing because we're going to try to shoot holes through everything. We're going to, um, as I mentioned already, as part of the Badger brand of our defense, we're going to challenge everything. So we work together really well in that regard. You know, and he's uh, he's pretty much exclusively with the back end. So anything we're doing, he's going to try to punch holes in particular in the coverage aspect of it. Or if we're putting somebody in too much of a conflict in the back end, he's going to be on that right away, pounding his fist. And you need people like that. But I'll tell you, I think we have an all-star staff on on defense. So um, right across the board, we got some experience. We got some good coaches and good leaders in that. Which I, for first of all, I love that. I think from everything I see about Coach Fickle, like you want to follow the dude that's going to jump in the hot tub or the cold tub or whatever that is. You know, like he seems to be that guy. And you saw it, I think, right away when there was a lot of turmoil, but he came in and all the guys were in that room at the at the um the press conference. Right. And I think that was really special because you had a lot of guys kind of feeling themselves out. And I have to assume it was like one meeting and these dudes are like, I'm in. Like this guy is bringing what he's bringing. And that to me is special. And as a coach, it's got to be special for you. It, it is. I'll tell you, um, we have few coaches on our staff, obviously, that have never worked with Coach Fick before. And I heard a couple of them say after his first team meeting that they were part of, man, that dude's elite. Now I see why he's such a good coach and why people follow him. Because mm -hmm. he is very passionate. Um, he is very intense and direct but he's in it with you. Like, you know, he's a guy that's never going to ask anybody to do something that he wouldn't do himself. And, and very often he demonstrates that he'll do it himself. I love that. I mean, it's, it's very exciting. Wait, so coach. So, okay. You got to talk to me about the defense. Cause uh, you got to explain it to me. Like I might be someone who doesn't understand defenses all that well, although I kind of do, I think, give me, give me like your broad, like methodology. Like, what are you bringing What's it look like? What are you most excited about? You know, I think our defense before, to me, our outside linebackers were like our strength. I mean, I think Keanu Benton and some of the, you know, the, the nose guard was was huge. But we have dudes in the NFL who are linebackers up and down for the last 10 yes. years. What in your defense is like, we need this guy to be the guy? Yeah. So you want me to explain our defense like you've never played football before. That's the last thing I want to do is explain our defense. Like to people that don't know our defense, there's gotta be a little bit of surprise in this, right? But, no, <laughs> don't give but, us any trade secrets. No, but. no, no. But, but, but to your point, to your point, we have to keep a lot of the things that we've done really, really well over the past 10 years here at Wisconsin because of uh, how dynamic those outside backers are in particular. Right. To all of a sudden um, be able to recruit the best of the best at a position and have people want to come from all over the country to play that position at Wisconsin and then not utilize it or eliminate that. That would be crazy. Right. Just like when I went to Cincinnati and we're playing in that league and we had recruited guys that could play our dollar defense, which was our base defense there at Cincinnati that was so successful in that league. And we had the pieces to play that, that would have been crazy for me to come in and, and change that. So one thing I'll guarantee you is the, uh, 
CJ gets to the world, then the Daryl Petersons and the Caden Johnsons and the TJ, those outside backers that are dynamic playmakers, we're going to utilize those guys. Okay. That, that being said, that being said, some of what we evolved to at Cincinnati, I think is really good in the world of college football. Um, 2022, 2023, where people are spreading out a little bit more, where there's three receivers on the field almost all the time. I mean, there's a place for that. Uh, there's a place for us to be able to get more skilled athletes on the field a little bit more often because it's still about running and hitting and tackling. So I know this is a very generic answer, but we're gonna utilize we're gonna utilize our best players to the best of their ability. Well, listen, I see what happened with Ivan Pace last year, and I think about Daryl Peterson or TJ Bowlers in that position, and it's, you know, I'm licking my chops as someone who wants to support the team, right? Like, the, I, can, I can just imagine those guys doing what he did. And then what I think, though, a lot of Badger fans are really interested in is just, like, the switch to, a, like, a, a base five-man secondary, right? A 3-3-5. It's been a 3-4 at Wisconsin forever. It's a 3-3-5. And so you have sort of different responsibilities in the secondary than I think typical Wisconsin fans will be. Like I mean, I'm talking about myself. Like I'm not used to watching a three three five. Bernie's not used to watching a three three five. How does so? What kind of athletes, especially, are you looking for on the back end in both the recruiting process and then getting them onto the field? So you know, we definitely just because of the the world we live in today, and and the type of recruiting that we've done here in the pack right now, we need to look for people that can run and cover. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Right. And I would tell you that any uh, defensive coordinator, defensive recruiting staff is crazy. If the first thing they're not looking for is guys that can rush the passer and guys that can run and cover. So we'll be no difference in that regards, but that dynamic outside backer position being so unique, Hey, we can recruit the guy that can rush the passer as we, as we point to that, I think the fact that we do utilize the three, three, five so well, especially at Cincinnati that, and, and it was man heavy as we did it can entice some of those long defensive backs that can run and cover to want to come and be sauce gardener, right? You can't be sauce gardener just because you're long and can run, but they can, guys can see and watch our defense and see Thorpe Award winners and Kobe Bryant and fourth picks overall and realize we utilize that personnel in such a way that that could be you, right? The defense puts you in position where that could be you. So um, I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody what percent we're going to be in this personnel or what percent we're going to be in that personnel, not because it's a secret, because we have to figure out who are our best players and what do they do best. And, and that, as we look at our spring objectives, is at the top of the list. Number one in our spring objective, objectives is building trust and building relationships amongst the players, players, coaches. But basically, number two is who are our best players and what do they do best and how can we utilize them? That's what good coaches do, right? Figure out who their best players and let them do what they do best and let them impact the football game. Well, it, it's also nice before we got on Jordan Turner walks in to say goodbye before spring break. So that means that you have made an impact on these young individuals already. What's that been like to meet the guys first and to start talking to some of the defensive guys. And then what is your, your, you just said you're trying to look for dudes, but what's spring ball and how much does that mean to this team right now? So first of all, yeah, not only Jordan Turner, 
Turner, but also Muma and Jake Cheney. All three of those guys were up here. I'd like to say just to say goodbye and give me a hug before spring break. I think that was part of it, but they were also wanting to turn on some film a little bit before they <laughs> left, which, by the way, that's a really good sign that people want to do that. A, that they want to hang around with us up here in the office, but B, that they love ball. So that's mm-hmm. really exciting. And um, one of the things I am really excited, what am I excited about this defense? One of the things I'm really excited about is uh, the love of football and the football IQ that I feel like this group has. So we'll be able to do a lot of checks and adjustment and audibling and things like that on the football field based on formations or or based on uh, offense changing calls, things like that, that I haven't necessarily been able to do as much the last couple of years. So I'm really excited about the guy's ability to do that. They have to love the game and want to study to do it. And they're showing me that, but, uh, but spring ball is critical because even when we're in personnel groupings that they've used before, we're not going to do things exactly the same. We have different coaches using different languages at times. And uh, it needs to become their first language, right? They can't be out there playing next fall like they're playing in their second language. We need to get them so comfortable in this. It feels like this is what they've done their whole life. So um, it's absolutely critical. And, th- and that is in our dollar defense, which is brand new. But really, everything's brand new because there's there's new people here. It's a, it's also exciting because watching film to me is is the mental aspect. This though, the most important but also the most time consuming and, and, you know, student athletes and coaches like yourself have a ton of things to do. Um, and I know when I was in, when I was coming up, everyone said spring balls the way you're going to get on the field. And my first spring practices, first of all, I knew no plays. I was getting killed. Um, if you could believe it, coach, I was God awful. when I showed up, I, I, we ran a wing T like I ran the ball. I never blocked the soul. So coach white's like coming every day, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we'll watch film. And we did it for months. And the second you get on the field, I just visually could could do it. Like, you know, like you, I'm like, oh, this is what he means by this. This is what he means about who to block, landmarks and all these things. So I love to see guys that are coming up and saying like, coach, can we sit down and just go over the mental part? Because to me, the mental, physical, these dudes are, dude, like they're, you ever see Jordan Turner in real life? He's the nicest human, but a scary looking guy. Uh, musculature and and everything else. We saw him in his pads and he took pictures with my wife, who's 4'10", 4'11", if she is wearing stilts. Um, but so like, I, I love that these guys are doing that with you. Like that makes me excited to to hear. Um, so, I, uh, so hold on, let me, let me yeah. jump in here. Let me jump in here. Please. So, so I got to say this. If you stunk at first, right? At least in your mind, Yet your coach wanted you to come up every Tuesday and Thursday and watch film. That means you must have played really hard and you must have been a tough SOB, right? Because I will tell you that as coaches, at least from my perspective, man, if you give crazy amount of effort and attitude and you show toughness and passion, then I will go out of my way to spend as much time as humanly possible because I know it's in there, right? If the passion isn't there and the effort and attitude, isn't there, then, you know, you're probably not going to be drug up to the office for those extra times. So that tells me something about you, but where I'm going with this is that's what I feel with these guys. So, I mean, I'm, I'm loving that they're coming up all the time because man, they've made me want to spend more and more time with them. And uh, 
one thing I always tell some of my players, I heard Derek Jeter say once, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to play so hard that my coach can't sleep at night if he doesn't play me. You know, I'm going I'm to practice so hard that my coach can't sleep at night if he doesn't play me. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing about out of some of these guys. And that, that's a beautiful thing. No, it's a beautiful, uh, funny side story. When I was on the scout team, they put me in TJ Duckett's uh, number 45, I think it was at, at, at Michigan state. And I was talking about practicing hard. I was on the scout team getting the ball every play. Cause I was 265 pounds and he was like probably like 250. I've never had more fun in a practice in my life. Now the defense of the, the starting defense was not very happy because you know, like in season, you don't want to, these guys don't want you to go full speed, but uh, it was possibly one of my most memorable moments um, as a scout team. Awesome. You know, I, I called scrubbiners. I was a scrubby, you know, I was a scrub at this point, but yes, the passion in football were there. And obviously 40, I'm 40 now. Passion has not gone away. I just don't put a helmet and shoulder pads on. I leave that up to the guys you're coaching um, to take those hits and deliver those hits. Coach, I know we only have a couple more minutes. One, how interesting is it going to be to go against the air raid offense in practice and then have to literally change a lot of things to go against some of the big 10 teams? Yeah, so that, there's no doubt that's one of the challenges, right? How are we going to practice to make sure that we are truly ready and um, going out there with the mindset of being physically dominant when we do go against the 12 personnel teams, when Iowa jumps into 12 or, or Minnesota jumps into 12 or whatever whatever the case is because um, Coach Longo will do that sometimes, but it's still a little bit of a, a different philosophy. So we're going to have to make sure we have ways to – be prepared for that stuff. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I do think football still comes down to blocking and tackling. And even with the, with the rules now, uh, our physicality out there on the perimeter, as they sling the ball around, can make some differences. You better be able to create turnovers when teams are slinging it all over the place. You better be able to put confusion in the quarterback's mind when they're slinging the ball all over the place. But I do know this from what I've seen, even not – in spring ball yet we're gonna give the ball to Braylon out don't think that air raid that ball's gonna be in the air all the time we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna hammer it I can see that already yeah I think you got some special you got some special dudes with Braylon and Chez who to me can do completely different things and they overlap very well I'm a running back so like I love these guys off of just watching them we don't have to dig dig into that but um coach I'm actually gonna you, I'm gonna jump right in jump here in, Bert, because uh I gotta know uh Coach, I mean, you've been at Ohio State before you've been at Michigan State, but Ohio State has really been a bugaboo for Wisconsin. Haven't beaten them since 2010. What do the Badgers have to do, especially defensively, uh, whether it's, you know, I mean, we're not going to ask you to go through scheme, obviously, but what do the Badgers need to do defensively to, you know, slow down a high-powered offense that's high-powered every year, that's putting up 50 points a game every single year? What has to happen in order for the Badgers to get on the level where they're playing with the elite of the elite? Yeah, I mean, the first thing, this sounds simple, but the first thing is you better in your heart of hearts believe that you can go out there and, and whoop them. You better believe that. I can tell you when I first got to Michigan State, we had a lot of Ohio guys on the roster who thought they were Big Ten players but didn't believe they were as good as those Ohio guys that went to Ohio State. And then that changed, and we were able to beat them pretty regularly once we had a group of guys that actually were pissed as to who the Buckeyes chose at that time and said, I'm better than them. We're going to go beat them 
physically we're going to go beat them. Um, so first thing is, you know, you obviously better believe and you better have that chip on your shoulder no matter who you're going against. Um, secondly, huge, you, you can't give up explosive plays. They're going to live on explosive plays, right? So for us in terms of eliminating explosive plays, man, we have been harping on leverage and the understanding of closing space and leverage because they make their living on creating space and then using the athletes they have to make people miss and particularly lose leverage in space because that's where the explosives come. So um, I believe you can frustrate any offense over time if you make them earn every penny, if you make them earn every blade of, blade of grass. So believe and eliminate explosives would be the first two things I put on the list. All right, then, Coach, I know we got to get you out of here. What's been your favorite part about the city of Madison outside of outside of football? What's the best part about living in Madison, Wisconsin so far? Am I allowed to say summer, even though I haven't seen it yet? I mean, because you've probably I've been here during the summer, stories. but it's pretty epic. I've heard amazing stories about Madison in the summer. So I'm going to say summer official visits, even though I haven't got there yet. But I mean, the other thing is... Um, I am still a couple months in asking people the best place to eat and getting different answers every time. Like how I'm two months in, I still hear a different place. Every person I ask, man, there is some good food. There is some good food too. Um, but as you have me naming things, I take both those things back. My favorite thing about Madison is the passion for the Badgers. It, it is consistent across the board. That's my favorite thing. It, it is consistent across the land. But in Madison, it's it's like even my my um, my mother-in-law, sorry, Gary, she listens to these like she is an adamant Badger fan. She had three daughters and like they are diehard Wisconsin. And it's 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 all over the place, like the culture, the bleeding of Wisconsin, the alumni. It's lunacy. And I think, yeah. listen, coach, I get 500 to text some day of people how excited they're did you see shoot the what is it the recruiting cannon all day long i get texts did you see this i'm like i haven't turned twitter on in 20 seconds and we have three new guys like i think what you guys are what you and the coaching staff and and thick and everything that's happening is so exciting and it's so different and it's it's something that like i think we're all very proud of um but i love that you that's your number one because it really is like special at in the state of wisconsin's football yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. And and don't confuse um, the excitement level of the coaching staff, too. I mean, you guys are fired up. Uh, uh, you say what we're doing, man, we are fired up to be here. and We're feeling the excitement, and we we appreciate it. We really do. It, it has been a blast, and we can't wait to start playing football in about two weeks here. I am hope I can come to the spring game. I, I have to ask the boss, but um, I'm, I'm hoping to be there. Get, get her on. Get her on. Come on, wait, no. I, I, the boss is my two-year-old. Actually, spring game. You can't do you can't do these podcasts and then not come to the spring game. You know what, Coach? You are the reason that I'm gonna get in trouble and be at the spring game, though. At the same time, <laughs> I was. I totally agree with you. And by, by the way, though, I don't. I don't know. In in our current offense, you might be playing linebacker. You might be over with me. Just so you know. No. Well, so Longo said he was gonna steal him <laughs> as a tight end. I'm too short oh, to be a tight end. How tall are you, Matt? How, how tall are you? 6'1". Yeah, no you're, a, you're an inside backer, man. You, you, would, you, would, you would have to beat out Jordan Turner. That's, that's what you'd have six to one two seven. Six one two seventy. 6'1", 270. Bird, you, you might be on the line. Coach, like, I would have eaten ooh. myself onto the line. 
I would have been a nose guard for sure. <laughs> I'm not beating Jordan Turner out. I know that. I know that for a fact. You see those white cleats? That guy's fast. He's physical. I, I'm good. I, I would have been a nose guard. I would have been very happy uh, eating all day to be 295 pounds or whatever you needed me. Like dad would have hated it, but I would have loved it. I mean, you would have been all, all day. Have, in... Go ahead, coach. I was going to say, we'd, we'd have figured something out, whether, whether it was nose tackle or middle linebacker, maybe we just glitch you every play. But if you are as tough as I imagined you were or remember that you were, we'd have figured it out. Well, I appreciate that. I, I think I'm, listen, I still would have chose Wisconsin, but in the air raid, I, listen, as long as we win games, I don't care if there's a fullback anymore. I mean, I'll miss it, but like literally I'd rather go watch the national championship. I'd rather watch us beat Alabama at Alabama. Like I I'd rather win football games and watch our guys be successful than care if the fullbacks there. No, we want to win games. Yeah, pour one out for the fullbacks, guys. All right. Well, I think uh, we got to let Coach uh, get back to uh, scheming up some of more of that three three five that we're not going to see, and that's okay. We want to keep that just under wraps. Um, but uh, we appreciate you guys turning in to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. And until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Let's go. On Wisconsin. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.